the Nobody's Famous Podcast. All right, guys, and we're back on the Nobody's Famous Podcast. We have an amazing show today. I have a very, very special guest told to me by another guest to be on this show, so I can't wait. And uh, it's the one and the only Chris Boulos. What's up, buddy? It's a pleasure to have you. Yo, what's up, man? Hope everything's good. Thank you for, thank you for having me on, on your show. It's, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you, actually, for, for joining. Um, I want to start off by, you know, uh, just you telling us briefly about your story, introing yourself to our audience, and then we'll take it from there. Sure, man, sure. So uh, my name is Chris Boulos. I'm 24 years old. Uh, I'm a track and field sprinter. Uh, I specialize in the short distance sprint. So mainly I run for six to 10 seconds. I train the whole year for six to 10 seconds. And uh, I'm also a personal trainer uh, in Beirut. And uh, yeah, I work with uh, different kind of people with different kind of uh, targets that you want to achieve. That's awesome, buddy. Awesome. I, I, I wanted to just give a bit of a background uh, to the show and, and, you know, how we got you on. Uh, a dear friend of ours, Nader Dernaya, was the one who told me about your profile. Yes. And, and Thank you, Nader Dernaya. <laughs> shout out to, <laughs> to Nader. <laughs> and um, I, uh, I just wanted to say thanks to him, but as well, like he told me about your story and, and how you were um, you were working to be part of the Olympics and you're very driven, very motivated individual in terms of your, uh, your, your, um, your physical fitness and your workouts and, and how you, you take care of your body. So this is why, you know, I wanted to get you on the show. Let's chat about it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'll start with the first question. Basically my first question to you is, why, why did you choose to specialize in the 60 meter, 100 meter sprint? Like, did you realize that your body is suited to this, this specific uh, segment? Or is it something that it's an ambition of yours? Yeah, man, like you can tell when you see someone who is uh, really muscular and someone who's really skinny, like the skinny one usually go to the endurance and run marathons. And since I was young, uh, I was really muscular and explosive. And like, I have a fast reaction and uh, a reflex. Uh, I used to play different sports before. I started sprinting at 16. I used to play uh, Taekwondo and uh, I used to play football. And uh, I've always been fast and uh, quick. So uh, my brother used to run before me. And he, and he introduced me to uh, his coach at the time. And he saw me like, uh, he wanted to test me. He told me like, go run for 30 meter. And when I ran, uh, like, uh, he was like, uh, and he told me that uh, I want to join. I told him that I want to join his team and he started to, uh, to train me. And uh, I've continued training with him until I was 19. And then I changed clubs. Uh, I joined the club in uh, Beirut. And now I'm with another coach. And I'm planning to uh, uh, participate in the Olympics. Uh, that's the optimal goal, which is a bit hard. But uh, that's the goal. Yeah, I want to actually, I wanted to talk to you about that. But, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to comment on what you said. Like... Um 
the fact that you are you realize through you being super you know super fast that this is this is what it is it's interesting uh, um, that you've done all these different types of uh, sports as well but you chose to you know to yeah. to stick to, to stick to to sprinting um, you know and somebody with with your type of physique might be looking at have you ever thought of like mixed martial arts or to continue maybe taekwondo something like that have you thought of that uh, when I was young, I used to be heck excited. I wanted to uh, go to higher levels in Taekwondo. I, I actually have a black belt in Taekwondo. Oh, awesome. But, yeah, but now I used to be flexible. Now I'm stiff, man, <laughs> like a wood. <laughs> I can't even uh, not enjoy that much again. Okay, nice, nice. Um, um, before I get into the, the, the Olympics uh, question, because I, I have that, that was one of my main questions to you. I, I, I wanted to touch on some of the posts that you had on, on your profile. You were talking about, uh, you, you would post a photo of, it's like my reaction when somebody says, uh, how's your body like this? Or how did you get your body to be like that? Or uh, I don't believe that you don't take protein and stuff like that. Like what, yeah. what, what prompted you to post such things or to talk about, uh, to talk about this, this thing? Uh, man, uh, the fitness thing here in Lebanon is uh, still new. Okay, so uh, like people when see someone who's so shredded and muscular, uh, they they judge you and they say you're on steroids. You're definitely taking something. It's not natural. And uh, yeah, this thing bothers me a little bit because I worked so hard to be in this shape, uh, to be where I'm at here, right now. And when someone say like he's on steroids, it's like an insult, man. And I, I've been working for, since I was a child, man. And you're saying I'm taking uh, some kind of potion or something. <laughs> and, and do you think so like I wanted that, to? Yeah. And, and do you think that comes out from, from basically a society thing of just, you know, somebody might just not, not trust or they just have this view that uh, anyone that's working out, it's just steroids. You know, it's just that. Yeah, I think it's a lack of uh, knowledge and uh, awareness about the subject. Like, even if you take steroids, you have to be genetically gifted to, to reach this uh, kind of uh, like level. Like you can't just uh, take one needle and you're going to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Man. <laughs> it, it takes, it takes a, a lot of uh, discipline and consistency. And, and yeah, and actually that... Mean, yeah. Uh, this doesn't mean that you know, anyone can train, anyone can uh, push their limits. It's not, you know, everyone has different body shapes and body types. So you just have to be willing to work. Yeah, I think, I think that was another thing that I, I found from your, from your post was you said, you know, I work hard, good genetics. And I was like, okay, what if somebody doesn't have good genetics, right? What if somebody um, doesn't have the you know, the, the, the right body physique. And do, do you think like, cause that, that reason to me was like, okay, fine. You work hard that everyone can do, but yeah, I'm yeah. sure it's not only good genetics, right? Um, like, as I said before, man, everyone has a body type. Like, let's say for you, you want to train, for example, uh, you have to accept your body as it is and mm -hmm. try to push yourself each time to get better, to increase your muscle mass, to increase, to work on your nutrition, your diet, 
So uh, you have to individualize each person. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, it's better not to compare and uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's a lot of people do that. They, they, they might, um, maybe they might be looking even at your profile. They might look, be looking at a certain level and they think, um, you know, I'll never attain that. Uh, do you think that um, uh, now, especially with social media, a lot of people are, will probably either suffer from this or they look at others and, and uh, they just focus on, uh, I, can't, I can't attain that. Whereas with you, you are freely giving advice to people and telling them, you know, um, these are the steps. What do you think? What do you think about that? Yeah, man. Uh, I say, you know, we, we should work on putting things into perspective. Like, uh, you have this body and it's a, it's a matter of accepting uh, what you have and uh, try to build from there. Man. It's, gonna, yeah. it's not going to happen uh, without, without working. Yeah. But of course, they might see someone who's better, uh, who's better than them. But I say uh, that uh, inspired by, by them, not judge, not be judgmental. Yeah, you know, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and uh, in, in, in your workouts, I noticed something that, um, that, uh, that you do, uh, especially with the recent posts that you have and stuff. You have very like intense uh, reps or intense exercises. And recently you've been doing like the, you know, the deadlifts, and, yeah. and and it's and you're really working on those is is that like is that something that you, like do you advise somebody to to target that that level that you you are working to or is is for example um, another challenge is better or is aerobics a, a, a viable option uh, i say you should work on every component i say you have to have flexibility strength uh, quickness uh, explosive so it's a different factors that you have to work on in order for you to, to improve. And like everyone can be an athlete, man. Everyone can be an athlete. You just have to work on pushing your limits each time. Like you start by lifting 10, 10 kilograms deadlift, and then you progress. Yeah. And, and uh, that actually brings me to, to a very uh, interesting question that I have for you as, as Chris, you know, moving away from the, the, the type of workouts moving away from this kind of very focused like discussion. But, but for you, like as Chris, like apart from all the tragedies that, you know, happened to Lebanon uh, recently, and you were discussing how you want to aim for the Tokyo Olympics uh, already without the issues that Lebanon faces, it's already difficult mm -hmm. to be an athlete in Lebanon. So, sure. so, so, what are the challenges? So before we go to the Olympics, what are the challenges that you face as an athlete in Lebanon? Uh, yeah, man, it's, it's tough to be an athlete here in Lebanon. Uh, like, we don't have enough uh, financial support uh, apart from physiotherapy, recovery. Uh, and uh, you, have to, you have to work to earn uh, money. And uh, like, I'm a personal trainer and an athlete at the same time. So when you want to be a, an elite athlete and uh, compete with uh, international athletes, professional athletes, uh, you have to take it more seriously, like focus on one thing, like tunnel vision and uh, uh, work on your nutrition, your everything, man, everything uh, combined. And we don't have, we don't, 
have it here in Lebanon. Like we don't, it's, it's mostly personal effort. It's mostly personal effort. And we have and the talent. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Definitely there's talent. But do you think that uh, this, um, the lack of, for example, financial support, the lack of the physiotherapy uh, support, do you think also there's a lack of a actual support system from, I don't know, I'm just asking here, maybe from coaches or or there is to be more people around you that are saying, you know, this is attainable, you know, being going to the Olympics, this is attainable. This, do you feel this is also lacking in Lebanon or or is that... Is that there? Because you live there, I it don't... Is, it is. Yeah, it is a bit lacking. Because as I said, man, uh, you might start with a coach that might take you to a certain level. But uh, let's say you want to work on qualifying to the Olympics. All right? Like you need someone who is more professional, who has more experiences. And, man, the most important thing is the, the financial thing. Like, you, you need you need the continuous uh, support and uh, attention yeah and and so coming to the olympics actually i i realize you know obviously it's it's very unfortunate that it got postponed and all these issues that have happened because of the pandemic and and all that but uh you said you're preparing for it so what type of what what's what's the type of preparation that you go through for that and I'm talking about physical and, and like mental preparation, definitely. Yeah, it's everything. Uh, like you, as, uh, as sprinters, we, we go through uh, periods and phases through the years. So we devise the year to, uh, uh, to month. Like let's say if I work for one month of general preparation, I work on my endurance, my aerobic capacity. And then I start working more specifically on uh, my start, uh, my, my speed, speed endurance. So there's uh, specific stuff, details, small details that I try to work on and techni technical stuff. Because when you, when you start to reach your limits, you have to work on these small details. Like everything from nutrition, recovery, everything, man. And so it's, it's a whole circle. Yeah. And, and um, is, is, so I, I know I'm not, I'm not a big, like, I'm not like a, a big gym person but i know that food is super important like it's it it's uh, super important how do you how do you fit that within your olympics training routine like the food part uh i gotta admit that uh, the food part i'm lacking a bit in this uh, this factor uh, because it, it costs a lot to prepare your food mm. and uh, uh, to calculate the calories that you you want to eat so yeah, that's why I said the financial uh, support yeah. uh, should be uh, a priority. Well, I, I know like this is probably not the best example, but I know I've seen it online and like somebody like Michael Phelps eats like thousands of calories because he burns so much. Is that, yeah. uh, is that a myth or, this is, or this is, is this true? Uh, I say, man, it might have worked for him but mm -hmm. uh, it might not work like for me or anyone else. You know, it's something, it's just maybe a personal uh, uh, preference at work for him. But I, I, don't, I don't believe that he used to eat every day uh, this amount of, uh, yeah, you need healthy food. You can't just eat McDonald's, man. And uh, you need the good stuff, the, the good fat, the uh, certain amount, percentage of protein in a day, uh, carbs. 
and fat. So uh, I don't think, man, you can just eat fries and cola and uh, yeah, yeah, burger. Of course, I think um, from the mental side, I think almost let's say all the athletes in your position who are training for for the Olympics, for example. You especially like now that you said you're you're looking towards towards uh, competing there. There is there is this big thing that you know um, I think about and and we for example as viewers of the Olympics you watch it and you say oh this guy lost this guy was you know fifteenth place or he was you know twelfth mm. place and and this thing happens once every every four years and and for us as viewers we brush it off like oh you know. He, he lost or something or well, that person is in silver at least he got silver so as us like people watching we don't understand the um, the mental toll or the type of the physical toll or all the the effort that that an athlete goes through so how do you put yourself as as someone training for the olympics how do you put yourself in the position where you're going to go to a competition like this and you literally have a very slim chance of winning and then if you fail you have to wait for another four years uh like i'm gonna be honest man for for us lebanese uh it's enough for us to qualify only to the olympics like i don't even think of like get a podium or even qualify yeah. to the final or semi-final man for me just to qualify or to be able to be a part of this competition it's a, a huge achievement for me and when I go, uh, no matter what competition, Lebanese competition, uh, uh, anything, any meeting, I go there with the mentality that I want to uh, improve, give my best, and try to uh, do a personal best, like run better time uh, than before. But sometimes it doesn't work. Like when I, like two or three years ago, uh, it used to get in my head when I lose. Uh, I'm, a, I'm so competitive. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a competitive guy. And uh, I used to hate losing, man. Like, wh why did this happen? But you learn a lot, man. You, you, get, you get the feedback that you want. Uh, it's all a mental game. It's all in your head, uh, eventually. And, and, it's all in your head. And when you, when, when you lost, uh, like, what was the thought process? How did you get back to saying, or how did you learn from that? Did you just... Um, uh, did you accept it and you you moved on or did you learn a few things and you, you're implementing them now? Uh, uh, at first, yes, I was uh, so sad, man. Uh, like, I used to attach uh, winning and losing to my self-worth. You know, if I lost, uh, like, what am I doing? Why am I losing? But then I start to uh, ask myself some questions. Like, it's uh, all about self-talk, man, how you talk to yourself and the thought patterns that you have in your head. Uh, I get myself out of it with time, of course, and I kept training. You, have, you just have to keep pushing, keep going. You don't know what uh, the future holds. With, do you think that the self-talk is more important? I know, I mean, you might say yes, but is the self-talk more important than, for example, somebody with you training, telling you certain things like do you always put your perspective first or is the trainer also on the same level or more uh, it's both man it's both need them both that's why i you need a coach 
to uh, to supervise what you're what you're doing, how you're training, and um, sometimes you can't see what's happening. Uh, you need someone to uh, from the outside to tell you. And and and. Uh... Do you um, like? Do you have that type of support system with you, uh, around you? I know we discussed it, but do you have people around you that you feel, okay, you can rely on these people? Are they people you can take with you, let's say, to the Olympics, for example? Uh, yeah, I have a good relationship with uh, with uh, my coach and the head of the club. So, uh, like, take they, they take uh, good care of me uh, as much as they can. But yes, I can rely on them. But at yeah. the same time, uh, it's tough. It's still tough. But yeah. it's worth it, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, so another, I have another question, uh, and this is this is uh, I'll take it to myself and about other people. Is like uh, for example, me. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not an active gym person. So I like sports. You know, football, um, volleyball, that type of sports. Like I'd like to. I would be more enticed to go play a sport rather than go to the gym if you were to convince okay. me like what would you what would you say to convince me to go to the gym uh the first question i i would ask you like why, why do you prefer going outdoors why do you mm-hmm. prefer playing uh, different sports not going to the gym I think uh, for me, it's more about uh, the the active aspect of it, playing with others, being able to, you know, you know, when you play football, you always have that rush. Oh, I might score a nice goal or I might mm-hmm. do a nice play. This is, I get that rush. I like that, that rush as well. And, and, mm-hmm. and especially like I play like many football. So, you know, the chances for goals are higher. So you always have that chance and you get yeah, to yeah. do some nice plays and that kind of stuff. And, and for example, with, with volleyball, it's also nice. I like the moment of maybe, you know, uh, blocking a shot or doing a nice serve. Mm-hmm. So this is what, uh, you know, this is what encourages me. But I think with the gym, it's, uh, it's, it, it's difficult. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's not that I wouldn't do it, but I feel it's like, uh, you know, there's a certain structure that I have to follow. And yeah, there's yeah. ways you need to, you know, um, do the certain workouts. And if you do it wrong, you might actually end up building your muscle in the wrong way. And to be very yeah. honest with you, I'm not actually uh, very well experienced with that. So maybe there's somebody like we, me might, might be thinking the same thing. And that's why they yeah, might yeah. not go to the gym. So that, that's how I would answer your question. Uh, yeah, that's why you, you need uh, a person trainer maybe at first to... Uh, to talk to you about the exercise, how they, you can do it, how you can perform better. And then sometimes people are afraid to go to the gym or doing some exercise alone. And uh, they have to experience it first. Like, uh, like uh, for example, you, you would like to play football or you like to play basketball. The gym can help you perform better in the outdoor activities. Like in the gym, you can work on the explosive aspect, uh, more agility, for injury prevention, you know, there's a lot of injuries that can happen playing football, ACLs in the knees and shoulder stuff, uh, anything. So the gym can help you to, uh, to, uh, to improve. Uh, you, you don't have to train as a bodybuilder. Like, training as a bodybuilder, it's a bit boring. Like there's, a, there's this structure, this exercise, biceps and isolation. When you do different kinds of and variations and variables in training, 
uh, it's gonna be different. Some uh, jumps, some ex- uh, explosive stuff. So it can be a lot yeah. uh, different for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I like the way you put it. So I think with variation, maybe to at least keep it more exciting. Because I think also people have, uh, maybe whether it's Lebanon or in general, people have, have uh, that's leading to my next question, but they have a stereotype that, you know, gym is all about bodybuilding. It's all about, uh, I know that the, the landscape has shifted so much. So now mm-hmm. it's, now there's CrossFit. Yeah, there's CrossFit, there's aerobics. And, and this notion of bodybuilding has, you know, we're talking about something that has long gone, it's gone. You know, it's all about yeah. uh, free weights, uh, aerobics, body weight and stuff. Um, going to you as a personal trainer, how do you train someone, for example, just, just starting out? Uh, I start by assessing how they move. Uh, how their body behaves. I try to uh, identify some uh, movement deficiencies. Maybe they lack in, in some area. So I start with the basics. I, I try to build the foundation. And that's the mental aspect of it. I try to see how the, the other person view uh, working out. And uh, with time, they, they're going to adapt, man. It's all about adaptation, how you adapt. Yeah. Yeah. Once, and, once you build a good foundation, you're ready to go. You're ready to train alone. You're it's like everything, man. It's not only the gym. Yeah. You can learn Correct. anything. Correct. And and um and as a personal trainer, do you think um do you think people have certain stereotypes about personal trainers? Like people think they are, you know, uh uh stereotypes and I want you to, you know, discuss that or break the stereotype now. <laughs> uh Maybe here in Lebanon, uh, people talk a lot about that uh, there's a huge number of person trainers right now. And uh, there's a lot of person trainers who's not that competent. They just want to look good and uh, look buffed and this. And there's, it's, Anna, it's for me personally, it's uh, fitness, it's, uh, it's complex, man. There's uh, too much, uh, too many factors like the psychological factor. Uh, and it's, it's all about moving well, man. It's not only about how, how do you look, you know? Uh, it's all about learning the, the right technique, the right movement. I think that's, that's uh, what you said about, about um, the movement and these uh, people just, for example, personal trainers just looking good. And, and sure. is there a way, for example, maybe you can, you know, through your insight, you can... Uh, uh, give advice on how someone can know whether you know their personal trainer is right or not. Is there a way to kind of find that out without even telling the uh, personal trainer? <laughs> uh, it's a bit hard sometimes uh, for people to uh, judge if the person. Man, sometimes they uh, these person trainers know how to uh, convince and and mm-hmm. to sell the idea, mm-hmm. and uh, some clients don't know how to. Uh, uh, like to identify yeah. the, the, the right stuff from the wrong stuff. And uh, I, I actually uh, hear my clients uh, like talk some stuff and ask me uh, some questions, man. I start to laugh. Uh, like I don't want, like sometimes <laughs> some clients tell me, I don't want to carry uh, weights, uh, load of weights. I don't want to go big. I don't like, like this kind of stuff. Like, yeah. what, what's wrong with that? You're getting stronger. 
yeah they they have they have some uh, prejudices fears. yeah 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 fear okay so yeah that's what the fitness industry is lacking here in Lebanon we need uh, more competent uh, person trainers yeah yeah okay and then to close this off what's the best advice you would give to someone who wants to improve their body uh, man, I say start from zero, from scratch, and uh, uh, at the end of the day, you're going to see the results, uh, you, uh, whether you're training alone or with a person trainer, uh, focus on improving and keep going, keep pushing, keep pushing the limits. Awesome. Awesome. So I have two final questions for you, Chris, uh, sure, and, and um, I want to move away from workouts with this one. You as Chris, let's, let's talk about Chris a bit. Away from workouts and everything, do you have other hobbies that, uh, you know, that you kind of balance your, your intense athlete life? Do you have other hobbies? Uh, I don't have a lot of hobbies. Mainly, I'm all about sports, man. Okay. I'm all about sports. Uh, like, I do other, other uh, things than sprinting. I do powerlifting, and, but, but mainly it's all about sports. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, I, re I, read, uh, I read a lot of, uh, I like to read uh, stuff concerning uh, the physiology of the body, the anatomy, uh, what's happening inside the body. I'm interested yeah. in, in this stuff. And have you considered maybe at some point, um, you know, maybe giving talks about, uh, you know, this type of subject, explaining to people how you know workouts is not about just lifting weights but it's about understanding your body have you ever considered being like someone who yes. can speak about this sure sure man it's uh, it's in my plans uh, in the future of course i'm gonna be working on that subject uh, after all it's all about uh, making people more aware uh, how to train and what to avoid uh, doing and uh, deleting these uh, stereotypes that yeah. uh, spread between the uh, between the people because they start to believe them and it becomes like uh, fears yeah that's correct that's correct so so my 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 final question uh, to you chris and it's in some way you know uh, related to the show is do you do you seek fame in you know as an athlete do you seek fame and then it, it, it's okay to say yes. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Like fame, fame is good, but as long as you're uh, you're happy and confident, you're happy with yourself, you're confident. It's not gonna matter for me, honestly. Uh, it's it's really uh, for me. It's really about uh, getting better, working on yourself. Uh, that's that's what uh, motivates me to to keep going. Like fame, it might go away, man. It's all about the skills that you acquire through the journey. But yeah, fame, of course, uh, I would like to be uh, more known, more populous, like each individual, I think. Yeah. And, and, and uh, do you agree with the name of the show? Yeah, man. That's the best thing, the best thing of the show. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Buddy. Nobody's, fam nobody's famous. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, well, um, Chris, I want to say thank you so much for coming on to the show. It's been uh, it's been an awesome one with you. Do you have uh, do you have a question for me? Uh, I think 
you better start working out after this <laughs> podcast, man. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a, a bunch of workouts and. <laughs> awesome. I mean, I have the whole episode, you know, for for reference, you know, so I can always check. Oh, Chris said this. Chris said this. You know, I can always check that. It's awesome. Thank you, man. Thank you for uh, for your questions. Really, really great questions, and thank you for having me. Well, it was really a nice conversation. Thank you, Chris. Well, I'm going to sign us off now. Um, I want to say thank you again for being with us on the Nobody's Famous podcast. Uh, make sure, guys, you check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amrami, wherever you get your podcasts, and you can watch us on YouTube. You can watch the episode with the one and only Chris. Any last words, Chris? Thank you, man. Uh, and... Uh, Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, guys. Catch us on the next one on the Nobody's Famous podcast.